Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. Mindfulness as a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, how does accepting ourselves, good and bad, empower us? Okay, let's state a fact here that a lot of people don't like, but is utterly and completely true. Nobody goes through life without both good and bad. Everybody has bad things happen to them. Everybody on the planet experiences things that they'd really rather not experience. There is nobody who escapes without having some bad occur in their life. It might be very minor, or at least seemingly minor. It might be really major. But whatever it is, absolutely everybody has both good and bad in their lives. Accepting that is incredibly empowering. Why? Because when we recognize that life is not always going to be good, that there's going to be good and bad, we're better able to roll with the punches when the bad occurs. Because you know what? It's going to. Nobody wants to get fired from their job, dumped out of a relationship, in a car accident, the victim of a fire, take your pick. Nobody desires to have those kinds of experiences. And yet, all of us do to a greater or a lesser degree. All of us suffer injuries, minor and major. Everybody gets sick in some form or other. We all have things happen to us. And a great deal of that is completely, utterly, and totally outside of our control. What's more, all of us have done incredibly stupid foolish, and selfish things. I've done it. I've made more than my share of foolish, selfish, and stupid choices over my life. And I've caused people hurt, generally unintentionally. I've hurt myself in the same way. This is true not just for me. This is true for everybody. There is nobody who doesn't make mistakes, do stupid, foolish, and selfish things from time to time. This is the matter of all of us and all of our life experiences. The specifics are going to change because no two people are precisely alike. The things that make me, me, are different from the things that make you, you. That's not to say that we won't have some similar experiences and some shared adventures in various ways, shapes, and forms, whether they're together or apart, but we're going to have this happen to us. And one of the best ways to handle the unexpected when it comes up, because it will, is by accepting ourselves. Not just our good, but our bad, our dark as well as our light, our idiocy as well as our genius. We need to accept this. What does that even mean? Okay, here's the things to keep in mind. Everybody, every single human being on planet Earth, all almost 8 billion of us, is a paradox of both yin and yang, good and bad, right and wrong, in and out, top and bottom, 
off and on, black and white, take your pick. We are a mix of these extremes that are both good and bad. By and large, we exist somewhere between those extremes. This is why I constantly say that this isn't about opposite sides of a coin. It's more about a flexible cylinder because it's not solid and it shifts and changes depending on lots and lots of different variables. And almost all of us exist somewhere between any given extremes. Most of the time I compare positive and negative to this purpose, but that's not the only extremes that we exist between. We exist between good and bad, wrong and right, take your pick, all of these are the extremes. We live somewhere in the middle. And the thing of it is, we need to accept that we are not always good, that we are a perfectly imperfect mix of both good and bad. We all have positives and we have negatives. When we accept this truth and we accept ourselves, both good and bad, it's incredibly empowering. But why and how does acceptance empower us? It begins with mindfulness, and I'm talking about practical, in the moment, of the now, mindfulness, here and now. Specifically, mindfulness of the things directly within ourselves that are in our control, our mindset, headspace, psyche selves, our conscious selves. What I'm talking about, which I've said before, and I'll probably say again and again, is it considers our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. It answers the questions, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What do I intend via what I'm doing? All of this knowledge is what opens us up to see the reality of who, what, where, how, and why we are. But more than that, it also allows us to be accountable all the elements of ourselves, and this is not just the good, but the bad. When it comes to toxic extremes, whether we're talking about toxic positivity, toxic good, toxic justice, the reason for the toxicity is because often they ignore, neglect, negate, and pretend that the bad doesn't exist. And the thing is, that's just not the case. We need the bad to go with the good. We need the wrong to go with the right. It's necessary because the entirety of our universe is built on this paradox and the paradoxes like it. We are built on paradox. We are not so simple as to be one note. Absolutely everybody has good and bad within them. It's not just what happens to us. It's not just our experiences. We are composed of both good and bad. And by being accountable for this and accepting ourselves for being both good and bad, we empower ourselves because we become consciously aware. Self-awareness is all about conscious awareness. It's about being aware of ourselves right here, right now, in this moment, in the present. That's because the present is the only time that's really truly, genuinely real. The past 
has come and gone and is often miscolored by nostalgia and desires for things to have been a certain way that they probably weren't, but we like to think that they were, and similar ideas that are rose-colored and happy and shiny that probably up against the light of reality are just not true. Similarly, on the other side of this coin is looking ahead to the future. And when we look to a future world and the way we desire for things to become or how we hope our goals will play out, we can't control that, partially because there are elements that are going to occur that are completely outside of our control. You cannot do a damned thing about the weather, about various environmental extremes, about happenings on the part of other people, and it's going to impact everything that you try to do. Sometimes we make choices that are not good. Sometimes we do things that are not kind, that are uncompassionate, that are lacking in empathy. Everybody has a dark side to them. Everybody makes mistakes. When we accept this truth about ourselves and don't try to blame others or try to cast this at some other direction and realize what and who and why and how we are, warts and all, it ultimately empowers us. The reason it empowers us is because when we accept it and we recognize all of these bits of ourselves, we can work to change it, but not just to change it, but also to forgive ourselves when we do stupid things. Because guess what? All of us do stupid things. It's just a matter of course. It's part of human nature. Nobody is perfect. Or more accurately, everybody is perfectly imperfect. Accepting this truth is accepting the warts, accepting the imperfections, the flaws, the wrong, the things that just don't sit the way we'd prefer for them to. Because guess what? That is part of human nature. One more topic along the lines of accepting ourselves is I want to talk about accepting when it comes to the greater good and the collective consciousness and the world around us. Words matter. Accepting is more powerful than tolerating. Now, I've talked about before how I use desire rather than want because want is lacking. It comes from a place of there being something not quite right, there being an insufficiency, there being a lack, a scarcity. Want implies with it that it's just not quite there, but I want to get there. And that's not as empowering as desire. Desire is much more about, yeah, I am working to put this thing into reality. I desire to see this through. I am giving it push and attitude and more. Words matter, and this is why I choose to use desire rather than use want. But the implication of a positive given word is more impactful and meaningful than the implication of a softer word. And one word that we often use is tolerance and tolerating. Accepting means exactly what it says. We recognize, we acknowledge, and we accept that this, that, or whatever it is, is. It's not blind. Some people are all about blind acceptance. I'm looking at certain religious people and how they accept things as word, even though they really should probably question it at least a little bit, but that's neither here nor there. When it comes to accepting, it's not a blind acceptance. It's choice. It's decision. It's accepting that, hey, guess what? I'm perfectly imperfect. 
When it comes to ourselves, this is utterly empowering. Why? Because accepting ourselves for all that we are means that we can choose the new options. We can choose to make change. Tolerance and tolerating ourselves has a message to it that says, no, I'm not really accepting of this, but you know what? I'll let it be. Tolerating is not the same as accepting. It still leaves a lot of room for interpretation. And this is why accepting is much more powerful than tolerating. Accepting that there are people in the world who don't see it the way that you do is empowering to both you and them. Now, I'm not talking about people who have a vision of the world that's just counter to reality in ways that are just bizarre and disastrous and unkind and cruel, and you know exactly what I'm talking about when I'm bringing this up here. What I'm talking about in this instance is accepting what's different, accepting that there are multiple genders. And I'm not just talking men and women. There are men, women, transgendered, NB, take your pick. It doesn't matter. But accept that there's more than our direct scope, what we consider ourselves. Accepting that there are people who are heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, take your pick. People are not all the same. Are you monogamous? That's great. But accept that some people are into polyamory. They're not wired the same as you. And it doesn't impact you. Accept that some people have a different skin color than you do. And you know what? That's not even in our control. This is something that we talk about in terms of tolerance. And tolerance is disempowering. Tolerance is open to interpretation. And it basically means that you don't accept a thing. Well, guess what? There are things that I don't care if you accept them or not because they're reality and they're part of it. And by accepting them, we're not resisting them and we're not creating unnecessary barriers or places of lack and scarcity that don't need or desire, deserve to exist. And that's something that we should all consider. When you tolerate people being black, when you tolerate people being gay, when you tolerate people having non-monogamous relationships, you're basically saying, I will let you have that, but I don't go for it and I don't believe in it. And accepting is not the same as saying, well, that's right for me too. It's not. I'm heterosexual. That's my way of being. I accept homosexuals because that's the way people are are. It's part of their wiring. It's part of their nature. And you know what? I don't care. I accept it because it's who you are. It doesn't impact my life in some strange negative way. This is why accepting is more powerful than tolerating, because accepting doesn't put an onus on somebody else to make change to impact how you see them or yourself. Here's where accepting gets even more powerful. When you blame others or blame things or circumstances or take your pick, not only are you not accepting, but you're disempowering yourself. It's so hard for people to understand, I think, that part of self-awareness is accepting ourselves good, bad, awesome, terrible, beautiful, ugly, and all else, warts and all, every little bit about who and what we are. It's not easy. I know it's not easy. But by accepting it, we can change it. Because change is the only constant in the entire universe. But it begins 
with acceptance. You can't change before you accept what is. And this is why accepting ourselves, good and bad, empowers us. And when we are empowered, it is amazing just what all we can do, the reality we can consciously create, and the things that we can manifest to make our lives amazing. Okay, let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. I want you to take a moment and think back on something bad, wrong, or otherwise not good, in your opinion, that causes you a displeasure, that you think about and are like, oh, did I really do that? What's wrong with me? Why was I such a jerk? Anything of that nature. Think back on something that happened, preferably some time ago, that has that sort of effect on you. Or maybe a habit that you're either trying to change or that you have changed or that otherwise just displeases you. Let's say you've been trying to quit smoking and you're just having a hard time of it. Or I'm going to use myself here. I quit chewing my fingernails a couple of years ago. And yet I still once in a while find myself chewing off a nail. And it's not something I like about myself. I don't like to accept that this is part of who I am, but it is. Take this thing, whatever it is, and write it down or type it out. And I want you to do so with tremendous amount of detail. Detail it as thoroughly as you can. After you've done that, read it over. Read through it. Read it aloud, preferably because I want you to let it soak into your soul. Now, accept it. Acknowledge it. Be accountable and responsible for it. And don't blame anyone or anything. Accept it for what it is, and how it impacts you and your life. Accept that you are imperfect. Accept this thing. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. Just look at this thing that you'd really rather not bring in, but that's part of you, and accept it for what it is. Write down or type out how you are accepting it. And if it's possible, write out how you can change it. Now remember, we cannot undo redo, or otherwise fix that which has happened in the past. If you did something terrible 20 years ago, you can't go back and undo it. It can't be changed. I don't know how many relationships I ended poorly that I would fix if I could, but I can't. And it's part of what made me who I am today. And here's the thing. We can learn from it. We can choose to learn from these experiences and then move on. And accepting is very much a mindful act that's part of that. Accepting the good and the bad, accepting these things, and doing so actively is a huge part of our self-awareness, and that is a big aspect of how we can take control over our overall life experiences. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from Fee Mahoney, my cover art creator, Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com 
my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. Finally, as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.